0: All right. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe. As always, I'm Amanda, and I am joined by my uh, delicious and delectable co-hosts, Amy and Erica. Hi, guys.
1: (laughs) I love it, and shout out to D-Light, wherever she may be. (laughs) And for you who are, like, younger than us, uh, look it up. Delight. D-E-E-L-I-T-E. There might be another D in there. But anyway, just, it's a band. the
2: Google groove is in the heart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. I really wish that, like, that could be our, our intro music or something. That would be pretty great.
1: <laughs> we'll have to look at the royalties on that, see what that's going to run us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we need to get a, a, a nice, juicy sponsoring gig for that. <laughs>
0: Cut water. We're more than happy to uh give you lots and lots of well although I keep doing it for free, so they're never gonna sponsor us because <laughs> I promote them for free. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll see if I can like get me me and like some boys and some ladies with some uh hard hitting M Mfers as uh, <laughs> the the <laughs> Quintertino film said. See, like get, get us some uh Get us some juice, so to speak. So, <laughs> anyway, you ladies have had a very busy um, time frame since the last time that we talked. And so, I'm super interested because, again, I'm like the old stodgy like lady who's all like tied down and stuff. I have no news for anybody, although I'm, I'm super glad to talk to everybody. I'm super glad to talk to Amanda and Amy, um, but... Amanda has got some stuff for us. So Amanda, what is going on?
0: You know, I am. I, I think a while back I said I wanted to get my Blanche on. You know, for those fans of Golden Girls. You know, I feel like, and not just Blanche, but like, you know, the ladies always had dates like on Saturday nights. So I'm just trying to get off of line as quickly as possible. So if there's somebody I'm chatting with a little bit, and it seems like they can hold some sort of conversation, and they're not you know, a serial killer. I'm, I'm just saying like, Hey, let's, let's meet offline. So I got back on OkCupid, as you guys know, and I started talking to a few guys right away. I also on OkCupid decided that if I match with someone, I'm just sending a message. Like I do not care. I'm not going to be like, Oh, I wonder if they'll send me a message. So I've been talking to a couple of guys and one guy was fairly promising. I think I mentioned him last podcast And we talked over the weekend quite a bit. And then on Monday, I was like, you know what? I'm done talking online until I meet you. So I just sent him a message and I was like, hey, you know, you seem pretty cool. Do you want to get together to grab a drink this week? And he said immediately, he was like, oh, yeah, definitely. Let's do that. You name the when and the where. So I picked a when and a where. And that didn't work for his schedule, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, we ended up instead of doing drink a a quick drink date we did a dinner date Um, so we went out on Friday patio dining well it was like an indoor slash outdoor patio dining it was it was nice I got there he got there early and got the table and everything and then I sat down and we had uh, it was a really nice evening it was Great conversations, like we definitely are, you know, have a lot of the same interests. And he was into social justice type stuff. So it's like, you know, as our listeners maybe know and get sick and tired of. uh, (laughs) Get me going on that. I can, I can talk a lot. I did mention how one of my like. Uh, favorite phrases seems to be gendered bullshit, which I didn't realize I said a lot until we started doing this podcast and I was editing and I'm like, damn, I say gendered bullshit a lot. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um,
0: And so we were, you know, we had a really fun time. It was not a love connection. It was not a love match. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my issues and this has happened with a few guys I've gone out with. Pr- listeners, I'm not a primpy person. I wear, if I wear makeup at all, which is rare, I wear mascara and lipstick. I, 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 but I, I wear clothes that fit. I wear clothes that don't look wrinkled. I wear clothes that don't have stains on them. I brush my teeth, I do my hair, and if I am going to meet someone on a date, I'm trying to put my best foot forward by looking my best. I'm not saying that I am everyone's idea of like, oh, my God, what a knockout. Definitely not. (laughs) But I feel like I work with what I have, and I try to make myself look as nice as as possible. You make an effort. I make an effort. And... This guy, just as with a couple of the guys recently that I've gone out with, it seems like no effort was made on his part. So, you know, he was wearing a shirt that had crumbs all over it.
1: Hmm. And he didn't munch? Was he munching on anything before you got to the table?
0: Not that I know of. So they may not have been crumbs. It's possible it was dandruff. But the way it was... It wasn't, like, on his shoulders. It was, like, on the front, like, under his chin. Mm. Like, so that's why I identified them as crumbs. Like, maybe he had been eating in the car, and he didn't know that, like, his crackers kind of fell. And, I mean, I'm 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 large-chested. I definitely have had, like, crumbs <laughs> that have fallen on me, and I have not realized it. So, you know, it's, it's a human thing. But when you're on a first date with someone, like, really? And I mean, I really can be attracted to somebody in a hoodie. You you wear that hoodie, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's take that hoodie <laughs> off, right? But this guy, it's like, I don't know, he just, like, looked disheveled and, and everything. And so he was trying very hard in the conversation department. And he was, in many ways, nailing it. Um, But he also felt, in many ways, like... And, I mean, I aim to be this person one day, that, like, 60-year-old earth mother hippie who kind of has that calm demeanor and way of talking, <laughs> right? But I don't want to date that, and that's sort of <laughs> – so, the conversation was great, but it wasn't any—it wasn't something that seemed romantic in any way and, it, you know, that kind of thing. It was like, okay, you could be my hippie therapist. So long story short, too late. Uh, Any listeners who get that reference, I will love you forever. It was a nice evening. It was a beautiful night. We had good food. We had good conversation. He asked if he could text me his number or give me his number. And I just sort of said, sure, but do it through the app. And then he, when I got home, he had texted like, hey, I had a really great time. Here's my phone number, like no pressure. And I wrote him back the next day and I, you know. Basically, like, you know, I had a really nice time, too, but no thanks. So then he said, okay, good luck to you. He also is in the middle of a divorce. And so,
1: you know. He might be a bit of a mess, but still, like, maybe not that on the rare occasion that he may actually hear this podcast or relate the story to somebody and be like, dude, like, what were you looking like? Seriously, homie, like you got to string your stuff out a little bit if you if you're going to meet somebody else, you know.
2: I was just going to say as someone who has dated a uh, a guy who was going through a divorce, I I know Amanda and I kind of briefly chatted about this before. I, my my thoughts on dating someone who is going through a divorce are that if you're aware of it and you're okay with it, you know, you, you kind of have to go in with this mindset like, okay, obviously they're not going to be ready to go into, like, another serious thing. So if you want to, like, casually date or date many people or whatever, you know, that's perfectly cool because I don't want to diss on guys who are going through divorces because mm-hmm. everybody is sort of – like, every guy that I've met who is going through – has gone through a divorce – You know, they all kind of deal with it a little differently. And some of them come on the dating sites when they're ready. You know, it's like, I know divorces take a long time sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I don't want to totally diss on on a guy for wanting to get back out there. But I think before the divorce is finalized, you kind of have to go in with this attitude of, okay, well, we're just going to meet and have fun. Nothing serious for now until you know, until things are finalized. Yeah,
0: I think you're 100% right. And although like, I'm not looking to date necessarily, like someone who's going to become my husband, right? right? It's not like every guy I date has to be like, oh, but I'm also not really interested in dating somebody who it seems really unlikely that that is something that could happen down the line. And so the likelihood that if I'm the first person he's dating after his divorce, it's unlikely that I, we're in it for the long haul. And and I mean, maybe if there had been other things there, I would have overlooked the divorce, and which may not be a good thing <laughs> to do. I think we often overlook um, things that maybe we shouldn't. But there was absolutely no physical attraction. And like if I had been at a wedding or on an airplane, he would have been a great person to get seated next to.
1: Good analogy. I like that. Yeah. That is good. And, like, yeah, and, yeah, and, and to this guy, like, it's good for you because you get to see what it looks like for some folks who go out there before they're ready. And hopefully for him, it's for him to be like, oh, hmm, maybe I need to step back a little bit and. Get into the zone, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, so to speak, before I go back out there again. So yeah. hopefully this is a, a a a happy exercise, not not happy, but a an, an instrumental exercise, you know, um, yeah. for at least one of one of you. I won't say for the both of you, but at least for one of you. So. Well,
0: I think for me it was nice. It, I mean, it it was. I feel like the night was a success because I I did have a good time and I. Did get to have good conversation, and so that's – obviously, I haven't been out on it. I mean, I've been out on walking dates a bunch during quarantine, but I haven't been out on, like, a sit-down date in a long time, and so I feel like it was good to just sit there and, like, have that good conversation and also, like, have good conversation, even though, like, within the first, like, three minutes of of meeting him, I was like, yeah, this is is a no, you know, but it Mm -hmm. was still – a pleasant time. I, I will say, I said the one thing, and I'm just like people. Please don't do this. Um. So I sit down. I hadn't even looked at the drink menu yet. You know. I'm like I'm like oh hi how are you? And he's like fine. And then he's like he like leans in. And he's like so tell me about yourself.
2: Like, oh <laughs> I was like, wait, dude. Like damn, I just got here. Am I interviewing for a job or
0: what? <laughs> right. And it's like. And I even said, I'm like, well, you know what? I think I need to order a drink. Like, so let me just have a minute to look at the menu. So when the waiter comes, I, you know, know what I'm going to get. And then um, I didn't, I did not then go back and answer that question. And then he asked me other more appropriate and really good quality questions. He really was a great conversationalist, but it was almost as if someone had said like, oh, I think this is a really great question to help you get to know someone. And it was just (laughs) like right out of the gate. That was. And I'm like, well, maybe if we've been here for like a little while and then lead into that. But it's also like, like there's, I mean, I've been on this planet for 43 years. There's a lot about me. What specifically do you (laughs) want to know? Um, But anyway, it was, it was fun. And I, I, it gives me hope of this, um, you know, Blanche adventure that I'm hoping to go on. Um, that will be fun, even if um, even when there's a date that doesn't go anywhere. So nice. yeah.
2: okay. I'm, even though you didn't hit it, like you didn't hit it off in the right way with this guy, I, I'm still going to call it a success just because it's like, you know, you have successfully reentered normal post COVID dating life. I am yeah. still several steps behind you, because I haven't had a date in, like, over a year. I, yeah. yeah. I haven't met anyone that I even want to go on a date with yet.
1: <laughs> and actually, which is really good, because I was going to ask you about your recent adventures online and some of the encounters that you've had. Amy.
2: So I, I turned off. Okay. Yeah, but I wanted to ask you, Amanda, since you've turned on, okay. Cupid has the, the dating doldrums gotten better. Like has it picked up a little bit? Um, I feel like it, it has picked up now. I don't know
0: if that is because I had disabled my account for so long. And so then when you rejoin, you tend to get, so I don't know if I'm just in a honeymoon period Okay. Where my profile is being shown to a lot of people. I will say um, that I have been messaging everybody who I match with. So I'm not waiting for them to message me. If I match, and, and I don't talk to more than like three or four people at a time. So sometimes my match sits there. And I don't usually get an intro email after the match from somebody. If they didn't send me an intro email, like just hoping that I'd you know, see it in the intros. So it does seem like the guys on OkCupid are really not reaching out much. Um, Okay. But they are responding. Um, I haven't had any messages that haven't been responded to. Now, um, some of them haven't really gone anywhere um, after message two or three. Um, But everybody has responded.
2: Okay. That's kind of where I am with Tinder. Like, I... I have been a little bit more proactive in the same way on Tinder, where if I match with someone and it's kind of it's been kind of half and half, like a lot of people I'll match with them. A lot of people, a lot of the men that I match with, they'll they'll email me right away and be like, hey, what's going on? And then like the other half of it, if there's something really interesting, I'll go ahead and take the initiative and write them. And I've actually been really proud of myself because I've had some really great openers, like, as opposed, it still stands. I still hate, hi, how are you? Yeah. Or, hey, what's up? You know, right. I still hate that generic crap. So I am I have been very, very proactive about not doing that to men because it is, it makes us just as guilty. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So I've met... I've actually, has, I've, like, initiated a lot of, there's been a lot of initiation of conversation, but I kind of have the same thing, where you'll go back and forth a couple of times, and then it just out, fizzles out. And I, just to keep myself from getting overwhelmed with, like, having too many conversations going at once, I've sort of, like, I give a, I give people a week, and if I haven't heard back from them in a week, then I unmatch It's like, okay, it's obvious. Like, I don't expect you to write me every day, but I figure if you're going to write me back, it'll probably happen within about a week. So Yeah, I think that's a really good policy. Mm. And so, like, there's there's two guys that I'm talking to right now, and I actually have the same situation where the guy said he's going through a divorce, but he was very upfront about, you know, I'm just looking for people to talk with, talk to... um, I don't want anything serious right off the bat because I'm not in the the right place for that. But he's like, of all the people I've talked to, he's been the best conversationalist. Mm -hmm. And it really sucks because I'm not attracted to him. Like, I wrote back to him because he was really nice and he had a lot to say in his profile and he was interesting. I'm just not physically attracted to him. But I would... You know, if we get to that point where we do meet, I would meet him once just because, you know, he's so, so good to talk to.
1: I do have to say, like, the the two, like, semi-recent, you know, like, dudes, I was just like, eh, like, attractiveness. I'm like, hmm. But I'm like, why not? He seems to be fun to talk to. And it's, right. You know, you'd be surprised. Like, people are a little bit hotter in person. So, not to yeah. say that, that that that's the case gonna be for this individual, but totally like it's me. it's worth a, a look. See, yeah, us? I
0: I agree. And even I mean, when when we think back to like door number one and door number two, they both I mean it's like door number two. I did not think was attractive online, and he looked he was nice looking in person. I mean we didn't hit it off because of other like I. Which actually, oh, I have a story about door number two for later. um, But, uh, but like, door number one, who I really, really was, you know, like talking to and texting with, you know, when I met him in person, I was like, ooh, he wasn't as good looking in his pictures. But because everything else was going so well, I was like, well, he's not a bad looking person. So, like, over time, your attraction can change. So I think there's, like, a difference between, like, I'm not that attracted to him. Maybe things could change or like, Oh, I'm actually like not attracted to him or like, <laughs> and you know, it's okay. Like all of that is okay. I mean, that is part of it. Yeah. But yeah, I think pictures
2: online, it's so hard to tell. It's so you know, hard. The, the last, my last long-term relationship, W, uh, I met him on Okay Cupid, And I remember looking at his photos and I was just kind of like, yeah he's okay, not you know, not not super gorgeous, not 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 unattractive. And when I met him, I was kind of shocked because he was a lot better looking in person, like a lot a lot. He just had really bad photos. And I'm going to add we had some listener mail right a while back that we didn't we we were asked not to read online, but someone asked about like what kind of people we were attracted to. So for anybody who is curious, W kind of looks, my my ex, W kind of looked like Matt Damon, and especially when he was in high school. So, yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've not been unhappy with Tinder, but there have been a couple. It, it's a little frustrating because you meet someone and you're like, oh, you know, all the I'm pretty sure I had a catfish or two because he wrote me back and it just said hi. So I'm like. Okay. Hi. So it was like I was mirroring everything he said and it just went back and forth like then it was like hello. Like okay, yeah, you're you're a, you're a bot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um I do it I do have kind of a funny story. Uh, so there was this one guy who came up and he was he was decent looking. He was in the right age range. He was close and he had, his profile was pretty vague, but he had, uh, so I he had this photo, and it was of Daphne from Scooby-Doo, and she was sort of, like, tied up to this pole with, like, a, a thing over her mouth or whatever, and it the caption on this photo was, I got my love of, it was something about a love of tying up redheads, like, tying up, like, you know, kinky, kinky sex kind of stuff. And I'm just kind of, I was, I'm a little curious. I don't know anything about it. And if I had to put myself on the spectrum, I would probably be way over on the vanilla side. But I have a natural curiosity about it. So I'm just kind of like, I kind of want to talk to this guy and just like pick his brain and be like, well, how do you figure out if you're into it or not? Yeah. So I wrote him back and I'm like, so what do you do? Oh yeah. And since I also qualified as the kind of redhead thing, I was like, okay, you know, he'll, he'll write me back. Cause I, I have the right color hair. So I, I wrote him and I'm like, well, what do you do after you catch the redhead? And he, he gave me this really vague answer and it was like, it ne- he never really answered the question. And I sent it to a friend of mine, like, what do you make of this? And Went back and forth a couple of times, and I I have it saved, and I know I sent it to you guys, because I'm like, I just don't know how to read this, because he was very vague, he wouldn't answer questions, and I asked something very specific, like, how does one go about finding out what their limits are, and, you know, it was like, I was taking it kind of like a very clinical approach, like, okay, you know, do you... How do you meet someone and broach this topic without, like, putting someone off majorly? And he couldn't answer any of my questions, even in the most simple of terms. Hmm. And so I got really frustrated after he wrote this really long, rambling paragraph about nothing at all. And I'm just like, wow, that's really profound. Best of luck snagging your redhead. (laughs) And i was (laughs) just going to leave it at that. So then he wrote back after I was like, "Okay, I'm done." And he was like, "So are you interested in finding out what your hard limits are?" I'm like, "So now you want to talk to me after I told you to go get lost basically?"
0: It seems like if you responded to him, even though you maybe don't want to to figure out right. what your limits are. But like, if I were him, it seems like from what you wrote, cause I saw what you wrote. If I were him, I would have been like, okay, here's somebody who's never done this before and they're dipping their toe in. Right. And he could have said like, Hey, I'm really not looking for newbies or he could have actually engaged with you. But what he did was um, sort of like, it wasn't going to get him any kind of results right. had he been like, you know, up for it.
2: Yeah, and, and my friend, I have a friend who is kind of into that sort of stuff. And, and their response, his response was, it like, based on what he was saying to me, it, it read like something that came out of a BDSM for dummies book. That's how he, he said it read, like someone who doesn't mm-hmm. know what they're talking about. So I kind of wonder if, like, He's a newbie, too, and he's looking for, maybe he's looking for someone who yeah. already knows about it, yeah. but it was just, it was kind of an interesting experience just because I've I've kind of, I'm trying to be open to things that are maybe a little bit outside of my, what I normally would go through. Like, I know that uh Tinder, there's a lot of people on there that are just looking for friends with benefits situation, and, you know, kudos to you guys who just put it out there and say that's what you want because it helps us out that you know we know not to swipe if that's what you're looking for just be honest about it nobodys going to judge you if that's what you're looking for um so then uh then more recently i got i started emailing this guy um what Like, one of the things in my Tinder profile is that I'm a boating enthusiast. So if I see a guy who's in a boat, I'm always like, oh, boater, yes! So I always tend to click on the photo, like, I swipe right on the photos that have boats. So this guy was in a boat, and I, we started talking boats. And he was asking, like, where, where I boat and what kind of boat I have, and all kinds of stuff like this. And then he started he he's would tend to send messages very quickly and i'm more of a i'll i'll respond and then i'll come back a couple hours later or the next day or whatever and he was just like boom 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 like rapid fire messages and, and the last email i got from him was this long rambling mess of words that had no punctuation no grammar it was just like, I, I, what do you call that when you just write down thoughts that have no, you know, you're just trying to get it out and on paper. Stream That's of what consciousness. I, yeah, it was like stream of consciousness. And it was indecipherable because there were there were no periods. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you respond to this when you can't even figure out what the guy is trying to talk about? It's really easy. There's this little button called
0: "unmatch."
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys will be very proud of me because I uh, I wrote him back. Well, I got another message from him in the time that it took while I was thinking on how to deal with this. And he's like, "Oh, radio silence, huh? What scared you off? That I asked asked what unapologetic liberal meant, or was it because I asked about your siblings?" So I wrote him back and I said, it was your complete and utter lack of punctuation and your rambling paragraph that I cannot read or in, or decipher. And then I said, I also don't check this website every day. Like, I don't log into Tinder every day. So if that's what you're looking for, it's apparent that we are not going to match. Best of luck to you. And then I unmatched him. Yeah. So... I'm finding my backbone. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Nice.
2: I love it. (laughs) It was just, it was so frustrating. Like, I don't have time to, I don't have time to translate this. I don't want to. You're a 40-year-old man. You should know how to write a proper sentence. You don't even have to spell everything correctly. Just make an effort. (laughs) And if you don't want to make an effort to write a sentence, then I know we're definitely not going to work. <laughs> so that's that's about it for me. I am I'm a little tempted to turn on OKCupid again and give it a go. But I don't want to overwhelm myself with trying to keep track of too many sites at once.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm on Tinder also, but I don't check it. I feel like OkCupid is enough for me right now, so I probably should get off of Tinder. But um, I also have put a limit on how much I will swipe, so I don't, I don't, I don't go on and do the, the endless swiping. Um, I just like I, I'll if I swipe through like five guys, then I'm done, and yeah. I, until at least the next day. So I'm not um, just endlessly swiping because that wasn't I
2: don't feel like that was good for me yeah and that's kind of where I am too I don't want to I logged in the one day and I had like five new messages like oh my god where did all these people come from and so I didn't swipe and now I'm back down to like two conversations again so and these are with the two people that I'm not romantically interested in so I might meet them and see what happens, and then yeah. you know, do get that figured out before I start swiping anymore. Blanch it up. <laughs> I, I think of myself as more of a Dorothy, actually. I'm I'm like the crabby one, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not Blanche. I'm
0: Rose, obviously, but <laughs> I'm trying to channel Blanche by like going out with different men. <laughs>
1: so in the meantime, like, I understand that you both have had an outing in, like, actual real life with, like, people and places and things where you were outside. So what happened there? Uh,
2: So I know the last time we, we broadcast it, we met up with some people through a meetup group. And we were talking about Joe, the awesome guy we met. Well, he, he got into contact with Amanda and they, she set up an appoint she set up a, like a, a happy hour kind of thing. And then she's like, oh yeah, you have to come with us. And she, <laughs> she sort of told me like shortly before it happened. So we were, I was sweaty and gross from ballet. So hopefully I didn't stink everyone out, but, uh, <laughs> so we, we went to, uh, we went to a little local play, uh like a little local brewery, uh, not the big brewery, the lo- little one. And we we uh, got some snacks and some beer and hung out on the patio. And there was a band. We met up with Joe and he met some of our other friends, and he is awesome. And I'm really excited about it because he seems really cool, and I think we have a lot in common, even though we are not close in age. I just, Amanda, you use the word old soul. He is totally old soul. He doesn't act his age. He he acts like our age.
0: <laughs> and he's so inquisitive. He's a really good listener. Never when he's asking questions, do you feel like you're being put on the spot? You just feel like he's really interested in what the answer is. And he's funny and jokes around. And so you know, we were joking about which. I mean, I actually think that he might go on a cruise with me and Amy. Like, I think at this point <laughs> it is not a joke. I think it could happen. So that was that was just it was really fun. And uh, he he very much he's not looking for for dates. He's looking to meet new friends. And so he was just like really and he was really welcoming of our um, other friend who came who's a dude. And you know, he just we were having just a really nice time. It was. It was say, really
2: fun. I, I would say that it, like he made me feel very very comfortable. Like he just he was so easy to talk to that every everything just flowed and it felt like even though this is the, only the second time we've ever like hung out with him, it felt like we had we'd known him a lot longer. Yeah, definitely.
0: And then he it was just, like so sweet. So like we laughed. And I get home, and i he had texted me. he's like, "I just wanted to let you know I got home safe, and it's
2: like you were just like the cutest Aww. <laughs> so yeah he he kind of it brings out my mother hen instinct, like I kind of like if he meets someone, I feel like he we need to approve his girlfriends <laughs> so that they can't hurt him kind of thing like
0: i I think he can take care of himself. I think he, well, would be,
2: he not that I would actually do that. I'm just saying, I know. you know, he kind of makes me feel a little protective. Anyway, yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. I just,
0: uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, no, but he's great. But the, there was something kind of funny that happened while we were there. I, I've talked a little bit before on the podcast about how we live in a small city and like it's pretty much impossible to have an affair because you're always running into people that you know. And so when I was on that art museum date with door number one, door number two was also there. And he texted me later and was like, oh, hey, that was at the art museum. Like he was on the outside, like going on a walk. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So last night we're at the beer garden on the patio and I get a text from door number two. Hey, I saw you at the beer garden today and i was like i was like what i'm like are you here and i'm looking around and he just left but he saw me like on his way out but he was with his family like his sister and stuff and so um he, he couldn't like come back to say hello and i you know i was like oh dang because I, I mean honestly if he'd wanted to join us that would have been cool but then of course he hits me with the yep and you look good oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've made my feelings clear. <laughs> so I just wrote back. I said I always do. Da da, da. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I was like, have a good night. I'll see you later. So <laughs> was like, oh, that, yeah, you that was so good. That like deserves a golf clap. <laughs>
1: it was exceptionally well done. Nice. Uh,
0: so um, it was a banner weekend. I I will say that we had a we had a great time Saturday.
1: It sounds like you both had amazing times, and I like the fact that, like, we were able to share in that with you, like, through your stories, so, um, well, and so I, I don't know about the rest of our fear listeners out there, like, this is a time where things are starting to reopen, so hopefully, maybe you guys can get out there have some awesome experiences and you can tell us about them you should write in but I will let Amanda's fill Amanda's all the Amanda's like
0: (laughs) Amanda fill us in I will take it away so if you want to contact us please write into our email which is at let's swipe pod that's let's swipe without the apostrophe pod at gmail.com You can also give us a follow and even DM us on Instagram at Let's Swipe Podcast. Like Erica said, we'd love to hear from you guys. It would also help us out if you listen to us on a podcasting app such as iTunes that has a rating system, if you give us a a five-star rating, that's going to help other people find our podcast. So we'd love it if you do that. And I think otherwise, that's probably it for this evening. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye, guys.
1: Bye, guys.